तपकथाम तप्तजीवन कविरीड़ कलमशापहम श्रवणमंगल श्रीमदात भुवि गृणंती The nectar of the worlds is the life for those who are scorched by the world. The words which have been uttered by the knowers of truth, which wipe out sins, the very hearing of which is beneficial, which are beautiful, pleasing to the ears, pleasing to the hearts, which are inexhaustible, those who recount them on the earth are the givers of plenty. Om Shantihi, Shantihi, Shantihi. During our last satsang, I talked about Swami Vishuddhananda, the eighth seventh president of the Ramakrishna order. He was a disciple of Holy Mother. He was born in 1883, passed in 1962, June. I met that Swami many times. He was really an illumined soul. As I told you, he went as a student to Imperial Library in Calcutta and saw a book on the bookshelf, Ramakrishna and His Sayings by Professor Max Muller. From that book he came to know about Dakshineshwar and visited quite often and practiced sadhana there. He was just early twenties. And there he came to know about Holy Mother. So he went to Jairambati, 64 miles from Calcutta, <coughs> and got initiation in 1907, 1906. 1907, he gave up the world and became a monk. Last time I told his reminiscences about his direct disciples and tonight I shall tell you about his conversations and his advice to the devotees as a president of the order. Date is there, 8th March 1962, Belud At that time I was a Brahmachari. He was talking about human life. It is all play. Obhinoy, it is a drama. That person 
can write the drama of her life, that person can write drama of his life. Each life is just like a drama. So many people come in our life. Then he was talking about acting. Here is an actor acted in the role of a king. Next day in another drama, he acted in the role of a monk. Another day, he acted in the role of a different role. The acting is changing, but the person remains the same. The same person, you are a mother, you work in the office, you are a wife to your husband, you are a daughter to your parents. Same person is, is interpersonal relationship, that is the way it works in life. He was talking about one day I went to see P.C. Sharkar's magic. I also went there. I remember I was in college. I saw one car, four or five girls on the stage. And he made something and all disappeared. Please come a little forward if they want to see. Please come. So what happened, he was telling, I saw they disappeared. How human beings, you know, we become fools. We think that magic is real. Magic is not real. Magician is real. You bought a ticket paying $50 to see a magic. And the magician put a, 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 a little young girl in a box. And here is a chainsaw. He took a wood and will show you that how sharp it is. He cut the chainsaw wood in no time. He put the girl there. And then in front of you, he put his chainsaw. The box was two pieces. After a few, a few five minutes, you see that girl is coming from back. Hi, I am here. <laughs> You know very well that girl will not be cut. But you paid fifty dollars <laughs> to pay that false show. That is called Maya. You paid fifty dollars to see that that girl will not be cut. <laughs> this is called life. You know, I was telling them, frankly, I understood life in that, what is called Rainforest Restaurant in, in Southwest Plaza, Southwest Coast Plaza, West Coast Plaza, South Coast Plaza. <laughs> I really understood what is called Maya. I went to buy a pair of shoes myself. I think Musha was there and and another devotee. So he sat in the restaurant for, for lunch. And the mother came, to, suddenly they bring the children in their birthday celebration, you know. They sat, and in front of us, some gorilla. All of a sudden, they make noise and they started to beat you. And how, 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 making some noise. And these children began to cry. Oh, no. I was seated there. To me, this gorilla is unreal. 
This sound is unreal. It is all what is called that electronic that show, you know, computer show, computerized. That show will make noise and. <coughs> but the children, that gorilla is real. To me, it is unreal. How we take this world, real, unreal. That is Maya. <laughs> he was talking, but I saw the, he made two cups from paper cups and he poured water and he made another cup. He poured water both and both, they are in front of everybody and they closed it and said, look, there is no water. He was telling, you know, God is just acting, asked us to play in this world, we are all acting. And don't take the word seriously. <laughs> then he was telling, he met Girish Chandra Ghosh, the Bohemian devotee of Ramakrishna. He brought a flower and presented to Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna took the flower, touched on his forehead and chest and gave back to him. He said only flowers can have, only two persons have the, can have flowers. One is God and second a dandy. I am, <laughs> I am not going to have your flowers. <laughs> he was just me. <laughs> then Shami began and he said, let me tell you one thing. If you cannot practice meditation and japam and you have no time, every day, once a day, you just lie down front, you know, bow down to God with prost full prostration, you know. We call it Shastanga Pranam. Shastanga means eight limbs of your body must touch. Two legs, two knees, chest, two hands, forehead, head. Our complete Shastanga. It will help. Do you know why? It will reduce your ego. It will develop humility. The grace will come. This person is humble. He said, when rain comes, water does not accumulate on the top of the mountain. It goes to the valley, the lowest place. Humility is extremely important in one, in his spiritual life. He talked about it. Then he talked about, you see, people complain, grace, grace. Then he quoted from the Vaishnava literature, Guru Krishna Vaishnava Tinet Daya Holo, Aked Daya Binajeev Charkhare Galo. You have the grace of your Guru, you have the grace of God, but you did not contribute your own grace, the grace of your own mind. That is extremely important. Greece. Let me tell you one thing. When we are young brahmacharis, we used to go to an old sadhu. Every evening he used to tell some of their life experiences. He said, I went to Shami Turyananda, a direct disciple of Sri Ramakrishna. And 
as mothers, I left home. I left my father, mother, children, everybody. Not children, father, mother, relatives, everybody I left. But I have not seen God. Then Turiyananda said, You have come under the Kalpataru tree, wish-fulfilling tree. Fruits are hanging. If you stay under the tree, you will get a fruit one day. But if you want the fruit right now, you will have to shake the tree. Do you know what that means? Purushakar. Self-effort. Self-effort is extremely important in a spiritual life. That he is talking about. You must contribute something. Sri Ramakrishna says, I prepared food. You only eat. I made fire. You get the heat. I made the mold. You only cast yourself. The Guru can make you food, make your food, but if you do not eat, what can Guru do? That he is talking about self-effort. You must make an effort. Then he was telling, he was seated, our <coughs> then he was talking about Keshav Chandra Sen, the great Brahma leader, told Sri Ramakrishna, Sir, if you do permit me, I can write about you in the newspaper and many people will come to listen to you. Sri Ramakrishna first did not pay any attention. Then when he was told again, he said, Look, <coughs> whom mother makes great, that person becomes great. Writing about me, you want to make me famous? Do not try. Then he gave an example. If a flower is in the deep forest, and if that flower has honey, the bees go there. The bees know where is the honey. You will not have to advertise. Hmm. Hey, so many people come to Kali Mandir, they do not advertise. <laughs> <laughs> people come, there is some honey here, that is the reason you people come. That Sri Ramakrishna said, honey, gather some spirituality inside, then people will come to listen to you. Then he talked about the modern teachers. They have food for five people, they invited 5,000. What will happen? Those people will not get any food, they will curse you and they will, they will leave you. That is happening to the modern gurus and teachers. Very little spirituality. But they put an advertisement on the television. It's Sunday morning, you know, when I, sometimes I, when I take my breakfast in the morning, we do not have any television in the center. Here I have a television. So it's 7 to 7, 7.45 I watch during my breakfast. So I see these ministers, especially Sanjay, they shout and yell and yell. It's a show. There is no spirituality there. That is the reason after coming to California, do you know what did I do? I wrote an article. I am spiritual, but not religious. If you are interested, I can read for us in my one week. <laughs> it will go to the Prabhupada magazine, Spirituality in Modern Times, 
which way spirituality is going on. <laughs> I wrote I wrote thirteen or fourteen pages anyhow. <laughs> Very interesting. Some people say I'm spiritual but not religious. What does it mean? According to Vedanta, everybody is spiritual. From Brahma up to an ant, birds, beast, everybody has a spirit inside. So they can claim my way I'm spiritual. <laughs> then he talked about how to awaken the deity. It is very, very important. Sri Ramakrishna says three things are necessary to awaken a deity. There are so many Kali temples and Shiva temples in all over India. But Sri Ramakrishna awakened in Dakshineshwar. It is really, you know, it is not easy to awaken. Do you know what Sri Ramakrishna says? Three conditions are necessary. First, the deity must be beautiful. Second, the Jajaman should have devotion. Jajaman means the person who, who is the person who installed the deity, then he must contribute good flowers, good food offering, everything, decoration, everything should be tipped up. That shows that I really love you. The person you love you, you decorate that person. And third thing, the priest. Some priests in India, they're very greedy. Their mind is only how much money you will give me, how much fruits and all this rice and all those things I shall take to my home. Their minds are not on the deity, their minds are on the money and other things. That is their profession, vocation. They repeat the mantra, they throw flowers, that's all. Priest must have tremendous devotion, love. Sri Ramakrishna, then Swami says, do you know? Sri Ramakrishna's first vision of Kali did not come through practicing austerity, did not come by studying the scriptures. Do you know how did it come? Longing, yearning for God, tears. Seeing the setting sun, he used to rub his face on the, under the Ponchavati. The green grass would turn red. Mother, Another day is gone in vain, still thou art not revealed unto me. The village women would come to bring flour to water from the Ganges. They used to say, Ish, that man is suffering from colic pain, please help him. Those women could not understand. Longing, hunger for God, yearning for God. That Swami said, that is the only thing needful. Look what Jesus said, first seek the kingdom of heaven and everything shall be added unto you. Ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. That is longing, yearning for God. He was talking about initiation. Some people take mantra, but they do not practice. The mantra becomes dry. 
if you put a siege in the in the ground, if you do not put water, the siege will be will never be spru- will never sprout, will never be a plant. You will have to water. You will have to put devotion every day. Somebody asked Sri Ramakrishna, Sir, Kishi Hoy, how can I see God? He did not quote this. Can you know what did he say? Roja Akbar kore kante paro. Can you weep once a day? People shed jack full of tears for wife, for children, for money. Who weeps for God? Cry once a day. Lord, I want you in my life. Swami says, you know, the mantra which I give, it is Shiddha mantra. When repeating this mantra, one person has realized God. If you repeat, you will also see God. He is telling, I remember when I once I gave a lecture in Hollywood. I was in Hollywood for seven years, 71 to 78. So I gave a lecture. Everything belongs to God. You are only the caretaker. Take the position of a caretaker. Nothing belongs to you. So I remember one actor, his name was Byron Webster. He came to me after the lecture, Swami, whatever you say, I am following. Uncle, what does it mean? Swami, my house belongs to Bank of America. My car belongs to Bank of America. My swimming pool belongs to Bank of America. My body belongs to Blue Shield, Blue Cross. Swami, I have nothing. <laughs> Everything is mortgage, you know. I shall never forget that one. <laughs> he, he, he was talking about e bhishar shop tumar tumi amar everything in this world belongs to you only you belong to me practice that one god is my own i want god in my life is the way he said, Shangshar is shop tumar, shudhu tumi amar. My husband, my wife, my children, my home, my family, car, all belong to you, Lord. Only you belong to me. Practice. It is called, that way it will, it will cut your attachment for the world. Attachment brings pain. <laughs> How to cut attachment that he was teaching the devotees? This is the way. You can cut attachment. You know, these people are extremely practical, extremely practical in spiritual life. Then he mentioned, you know, some people live godless life. Do you know what does it mean? It is pure arithmetic. Here is one, and you put zero, 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 it becomes real number. Without one, if you put zero, all zeros become meaningless. All zeros will be meaningless without one. And first if you put one, then all zeros will be meaningful. That one is God in your life. The way he says it, it becomes meaningful. 
then he, he will tell us about the Sri Ramakrishna's teachings. Then he said, he was seated in the Shamaji's house, that one, in the veranda facing the Ganges. He saw a boatman, his ferryman, taking people from Belur to Dakshineshwar, holding the helm and two persons are rowing the boat. He saw, seeing the boat, he was telling, you know, those passengers have no worries and anxieties. I paid. You will take me to my destination. That's all. Who is responsible? The helmsman. Who is taking the boat to the right direction. So what happens? He said, if you can bring God as a helmsman of your life boat, it will reach its destination. Then you have no worries and anxieties. The, the passengers have no worries and anxieties. When we go to the... Please come from... Is it comfortable there? You can sit? Is it all right? Yeah. You know, if you... When you go by plane, we have full faith, 100% faith in the pilot that he will not bring the plane down. He will take us to my destination. Same thing, if you can surrender that way to God, your boat will definitely reach its destination. Parer Kanjari, beautiful. A devotee came and said, Maharaj, I have no peace of mind. All the time, worries and anxieties, pain, suffering, misery. Tell me the way. He said, what, what do you mean? In your heart, there is a mine of peace. And you are complaining that you have no peace. You got the blessing of Swami Brahmananda and you are complaining that you have no peace. Swami Bhutyashananda used to tell, when devotees come and complain, I have no peace. Well, I can tell you how to attain peace. Well, wow, what? Give up desires. If you give up desires, your, your mind will automatically attain peace. But Maharaj, what can you do? We are family people, we have so many desires, we cannot help then stay without peace. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that how to attain peace, but you say, I have so many desires, then we stay in this world without peace. <laughs> Plain answer. <laughs> Then he says, you know, sometimes I see some people. We are born in this world. What for? Sometimes ask. To earn some money, to have a family and this and that. That's all. Then die one day. Today, I went to Mount Sinai Hospital in Los Angeles. One of our devotees was dying. 
intensive care unit. So I left the ten thirty, came back for for nearly quarter to five. I knew them from nineteen seventy-one. I was watching whole bodies full of tubes and this and that. Because I'm a minister, I have free access, you know, so I can go into intensive care unit. I was watching, what is the life? What is the purpose of human life? Why are you born? Swami Vivekananda used to say, when you are born, keep a mark in this world that you are born, you came. You see? Those people will be remembered in this world, those who have sacrificed themselves most. Look at Swami Vivekananda. Sacrifice. Through sacrifice only you can be, become great. Never be selfish. Selfishness is sin, Swamiji said. He was talking about, you know, when you were born, you cried, wah, wah. And friends and relatives, they are very happy they got a baby. He quoted from Tulsidas, the great mystic saint. You do such work in this life, so that when you will die, let other people cry for you. That is the way we should live in this world. Love and serve. Take the position of a servant. I want to serve people. Then everybody will love you. Really. If you love and serve, those things will come back to you. That will destroy your, your selfishness. How do you know the watching? He saw that one boat was going, unfurling the sail. He was telling, ah, Sri Ramakrishna said that. How can he get grace? Sri Ramakrishna says, the grace of God is always blowing. You only unfurl the sail. Then you will get the wind. Then your boat will go speedily and reach its destination. Just unfurl the sail. Self-effort. Wind is the grace. And you are unfurling the sail, is self-effort. I sometimes give that illustration. How do you cut a cloth? Two blades of the scissors? Two blades cut the cloth. One blade cannot cut the cloth. Two blades are necessary. Grace and self-effort. Both are necessary in human life. I shall not do anything, oh, oh God, come put food into my mouth, it will not work. That one girl told me in St. Louis, she took initiation from me, Swami, I put the power of attorney to Sri Ramakrishna, she, he will look after me, I can good. <laughs> you have that faith? Yes. Then go, lie down on your bed. Sri Ramakrishna will cook food and put into your mouth. Go. <laughs> she doesn't want to work. Lazy bum. <laughs> <laughs> and later on I heard she was an alcoholic <laughs> previously, anyhow, marriage broke. 
now giving some massage, exercising, that is the way making money. Uncle, you just go down, lie down on your bed, Sri Ramakrishna will cook food and put it into your mouth. Go. If you have that kind of faith. <laughs> go to state your brothers, cook here. <laughs> Bring groceries. <laughs> then, <laughs> one day he was talking about, one monk was saying, you're going for pilgrimage, you know, spending money, pilgrimage. Then he said, you know, I did not go to many holy places, Kedar, Budri, and all those things. Then he said, what Sri Ramakrishna said. You know, today when I was reading the Gospel of Ramakrishna, Sri Ramakrishna said, if a person, Bhagavan in Name Ruchi Vese, Tartiti Guria Dorkarni, Budai Gandhurasan, those who have got the taste in God's name, they will not have to go run or move around the pilgrimages. Holy places. Then he sang this song. Gaya Ganga Prabhasadi Kashi Kanshi Kebachai Kali 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 Bole Ajopa Jodi Purai. Gaya Ganga, Gaya means holy place, Ganga, holy river, Prabhas, that is a place where Krishna departed. Kashi, Banaras, Kanshi, Kanshipuram, South India. Kechai, who wants? Kali 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 Bole Mani, if you change Mother Kali's name, that is enough, that he sang. Main thing is to put your mind in God. He told about his life's story. His parents died when he was very young, raised by his grandmother. And that grandmother was a great devotee of Kali. One day, he, this Swami was then nine or ten years old. He was playing game with, with other friends. So this grandma said, Hey, Jiten, you bring some sweets from the shop. I shall offer to the mother. Oh, the grandma? Other people buy every day, why don't you asking me? No, today you go. But before you go, you remove your shoes, you go barefooted. Saying so, grandmother entered the house. She, he told the friends, you know, when I go, you, you take my shoes and keep it there. And then from there he put on his own shoes and went to the market and brought the sweets and again give to the grandma and then he put on his shoes again. Jiten, you brought the shoes, you brought the sweets wearing the shoes, it will not work. Go barefooted, bring again sweets. I realized that this woman knows. I developed a tremendous faith in my grandma. How does she know that how I went to the market and bought the shoe, sweets with my shoes? He was talking about his own life story. Well, do you know some people, modern people, do not believe all those things, that how is it possible? Well, one of the, our Durga Padababu, then he knew a doctor. He took a patient to Calcutta Medical College to a doctor who was 
what is the name of it? He's a British doctor, on a coronal barge. He's a British surgeon. Then surgeon says, no, I won't do any surgery. This, no hope. He just shut the patient. That patient straight went to Tarakeshwar and prayed to Lord Shiva, and he was cured. Then, <laughs> this doctor, Indian doctor, took this patient to the British surgeon. Look, he is cured. Later on, that British surgeon, any critical patient comes, you know, bad condition. Well, I cannot cure. Go to your Shiva, Tarakeshwar. <laughs> That Lord can cure. I cannot cure. <laughs> he said, you modern people do not believe it, but I believe all those things I have seen. <laughs> very, very interesting stories about his... Then he talked about Belun Mat. Look, people go to Sharanath, the, past, the place where Buddha gave his first sermon. People go to various holy places, but this Belunmat, this Abhuta, Sri Ramakrishna's relics has been installed by Swamiji. Not only that, Sri Ramakrishna promised, wherever you carry me, I shall stay there. So, and Swami, Shivananda told you another thing. When Shoti died, Shoti's body was cut into 30, 90, 51 places. Those 51 places, sir, Scattered all over India. Those 51 places are called Devi Tirtho. The pilgrimage for the Divine Mother. But it's that entire Shoti, Holy Mother's entire body has been cremated here. So think of that, how, how holy this place is. He was talking about those things. Then it was a very cloudy day. It was 12th April 1962. Very cloudy day. He thought not too many people will come, but still many people came just to listen to him. You see, I have seen some people, if you go to them, you will not have to practice any spiritual discipline. Automatically your mind will go in the higher plane of consciousness. You will get so much peace and bliss in your heart. Just you sit in front of them. No questions will arise in your mind. You will feel that all questions are answered. I have nothing to ask. They create such a spiritual, tangible atmosphere, you cannot believe it. We have seen. He was talking with this Swami was like that. Uh, today I thought that, you know, nobody will come to see. I shall just keep quiet and see the Mother Ganges. Then people came, then one says, You know, Taddinam Durdinam Manne Megatsanam Nadurdinam Jaddinam Hori Shanglapokata Pijusho Borjitam. A cloudy day is not considered to be a bad day, rainy day is not considered to be a bad day. That day is really bad, the day we do not talk about God. The day you do not talk about God, that day is a really bad day. Come, let us talk about God. You know, I was telling our devotees, it is shatsam, this holy, this kind of talk. 
where you will get this kind of atmosphere and this kind of talk. I remember at the time I was reading Western philosophy. I read Schopenhauer. I loved him. Great German philosopher. He was a very loner. Never married. Every day he used to go to a restaurant for food. And he will keep some money next to his desk, next to his table. Then he will eat man- food. And the girls, these you know, waitresses, they used to think that is the bet money, you know, that he will give his tips. That is tips. He t- put the money and again put the whole money in his pocket and come home. So one day one girl asked, I said, why do you do that? We thought that money you will give, uh, give us for tips. Oh, yes, yes, that is my bet money. But why? Around me, I only hear three topics. Three topics I hear. Money, sex, and pets. The day I shall hear the fourth topic, I shall throw that money among, among them. What people talk day and night. Kamini, Kanchan, or pets? Okay. <laughs> One of our devotees had 13 cats. She offered something, some to me. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> you have more. <laughs> you not want cats. <laughs> pets or pets? Pets. Pets. Dogs, cats. Dogs, cats. Pets. Pets or pets? Bet. A bet money. Bet money. A bet. Bet. Gambling. Gambling. Oh, okay. Bet. The money is bet money. It is the topic money. is pet. The day I shall hear other than three topics, I shall throw this money among them. What do you call it? Bet, is it not? Yes. Bet. Betting. Gambling. Yeah. Perhaps my pronunciation is not right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a beautiful study. It was 15th mm. April 1962, Boishagi, New, New Year's Day. He died in 15th June, and it is 15th April. They took him to Dakshineshwar. He entered into Dakshineshwar inside Mother's temple, bowed down to his mother. The priest came, put a mark on his forehead. He took flowers and offered to the feet of the mother. He went to the Krishna temple. He went to the Shiva temple. He went to Sri Ramakrishna. Just goodbye, departure. He was maybe 80 years old. <laughs> When I see, tears was coming from his eyes, seeing the mother, it is worth seeing. The devotee came and said, I have reading, I have finished the gospel of Ramakrishna. Five in Bengali, five volumes. The smallest one. Then he said, you know, 
I started to read these books from 1904. And do you know what? I read 50 times the Gospel of Ramakrishna. Every day I read, I find something new. One of our students, he, is a, he was getting a divinity, master's degree in divinity in St. Louis. She read the Gospel and came to me and said, Swami, I have one complaint against this book. I go, what is the complaint? This book has an end. This book has an end. That is the only complaint I have. Wonderful. Then he was talking about you. People talk about your spiritual life. Do you know what? When I hear all these sermons and fighting and all these things, do you know what comes to my mind? Actually, true religion is inside. He was talking about mask deer. There is a poem of Tagore. Ami apun gandhe ghure ghure mori khujite gandhe mamo kosture mirigo shamo A mask deer does not know from the from where the fragrance was coming. So the deer runs and runs and runs and gets exhausted. Average deer runs for 60 miles a day. They run and run and run and they die. Then these people go and extract that musk from the navel of the deer. Then he was telling, all peace and bliss is within you, but you are running outside. You are searching wrong places. You are thinking that man will give me peace, that woman will give me peace. No way. It is inside you. <laughs> then his Swami was a very good storyteller. He told this story. Once Narada went to Vishnu and said, Lord, I found a wonderful devotee who is a great lover of God. Vishnu says, is that so? I want to see him. I want to see the devotee. Take me there. So Vishnu came in disguise, Narada also. Who is the devotee? An old woman who has a cow. So Narada said, went to that home, her home. And Krishna said, I am very hungry. Do you have anything to give? Anything to eat? Any food to give me? But I have some milk, Lord. Lord, please have some milk from my cow. So Krishna drank that milk. Then he came out outside the house and said, Narada, do you know, wherever I go, I give a boon. Wherever I go, I whenever I visit any person, let me give a boon. Let her cow die soon. That is my boon. Narada was very surprised. What kind of boon is this? <laughs> this poor woman has only one cow and now she, the cow will die. Then Krishna said, let us go to another home. They found a very rich home, family, rich home of a, a palace of a rich man. He went and knocked at the door. Then 
What do you want? Well, we are very hungry, we want some food. Huh? Is it Holiday Inn? Get out from this place. <laughs> Go to a hotel. See, thinking that, you know, there are two beggars have come to disturb. There Narada and Krishna came out from that house and said, Narada, I'll have to give a boon. Lord, give a boon. Let this man have more stocks and bonds, more money, more real estate, more cars, more wealth. He lavishly Krishna gave boons to this rich man. Narada was confused. Lord, I don't understand you. But do you know what did I do? I gave all this wealth to him so that he will always chase the wealth and he will never think of me. <laughs> I diverted his mind toward the world and enjoyment. And this poor woman, if I, her attachment is only to the cow, and if the cow dies, her whole mind will come on me and I shall look after her. Yogakshimam Bhaimam. Krishna mentioned in the Gita in the ninth chapter. Those who think of me, meditate on me, worship me, I carry what they need. I supply what they need. You know, sometimes we see, oh, that man is wealth. <laughs> I read a funny story in Christian tradition. Two persons, one is very honest, another is very dishonest. The dishonest person <coughs> was making a lot of money in that business. They have a joint business. And this righteous person has very poor condition, you know, does not have much money. So he was praying and praying and praying. Then he said to Lord, Lord, that person is dishonest. He has so much money and I am so honest and I am poor. What is the matter with you? What kind of judgment is this? And I am praying you so much. <laughs> then he heard a voice. <laughs> I am disgusted and bored with your prayer. <laughs> I am <laughs> your boring prayer. <laughs> I, am <laughs> I am not happy with your prayer. <laughs> Then Swami talks about <coughs> the three verses of the Gita. I ask people, if you have Gita at home, read these three verses. Chapter 10, 19, 11. 10, 19, 11. These three verses, if you read, then you know what you are supposed to do and what God is going to do to you. Matsitta, Madgata Prana, Bodhayanta Parasparam. Kathanta shamam nittam tushantijam ramantija Tesham satadiyuktanam bhajatam pritipudvukam Dadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayantiti Tesham evanukam parthamaham agyanajam tama Nashaimatma bhavasthaganudipina bhasvata First three lines for you and last, last three lines are for Krishna, for God. Matsitta Madgoto Prana. Focus your mind on me. Divert all of your energy toward me. Try to understand me. Talk about me. Worship me. 
always try to connect yourself with me that is up to you next dadami buddhi yogam tam yenamam upayanti de i shall connect your buddhi your intellect with me so that you can reach me morbar juno what do i do tesham eva anukampartham out of compassion anukampa aham i agyanajam tam i light the lamp of wisdom in their hearts and destroy the gloom of ignorance that is my job i connect their buddhi intellect with me and i light the lamp of wisdom in their hearts and remove the ignorance darkness of their hearts that is the job of god sometimes you know what i am do sometimes what god is going to do in these three verses you exactly know what you are supposed to do and what god is going to do to you i memorize and i think about it sometimes you know quite often then swami talked about <coughs> the ramkrishna missions service why should i work for you if i serve you you will get the benefit what shall i get that is the question in buddhism do you know what does do they teach be good and do good why should they do good to you why what for the answer is not in buddhism christ said love thy neighbor as thyself why should i love my neighbor why what for answer is not there real answer is in vedanta serving you i am serving myself you have atman i have the atman so atman you see when i close my eyes i say aham brahmasmi i am brahman i am brahman i am brahman when i open my eyes i say tattvamashi 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 Doubt that you are Brahman. You are Brahman. You are Brahman. So when you are absorbing samadhi, you be unaware with that. When you open your eyes, we are in the waking state. Sad people. When you see the sufferings of human beings, to remove their suffering, you will get tremendous peace. You are serving gods. Serve human beings as God. That's what I am going to talk. That we do. serve human beings as god that is the philosophy behind the service of the ramkrishna hoja shivogyane jivoseva think all the human beings as lord shiva and serve them swami ji introduced that thing in the in our order jivoches give me food my clothing and i shall not serve them If people have, do not have much time to get all these spiritual treasures, I dig them, I practice them, I carry them, and I distribute. I 
I, I share with you, not as a teacher. These are the things that are there, spiritual treasures. Enjoy them, have them. That is my job. Yesterday, that, on, that Sri Ramakrishna gave all of his power to Swamiji. With this power, you will be able to do a lot of good to humanity. You see, a spiritual magnet, which is not possible for, to, for them to work. Do you know how do I compare? I, I used to live in Mayabhuti. In front of me, 250 miles from range. Perpetual snow range, their snow never melts. Real snow. It has no motion. But some parts in the lower part of the Himalayas, the snow melts. And that melted snow becomes a river, Ganges. That water. How do you get water? Colorado River? All the snows of the Colorado mountain. They flow and comes to the Colorado River, then through the duct, you will see from the, when you come from the, I saw the, in the Jet Valley when I go, the, all the water is coming from Southern California. Sunu does not have movement, motion, movement, but water has movement. So Bibikananda was the melted snow. Swami Sri Ramakrishna is the congest snow, Bibikananda is the melted snow, water. That water, without water, you cannot function, you will die. Water is very vital. Yeah, one of our devotees in Kansas City, he is one of the authority of water, drinking water in the whole world. He got the best person in the whole United States of America, an Indian, Mr. Rao, from Andhra. He and his wife come to my classes there. He says, Swami, in future there will be great crisis is coming to the whole world. Drinking water. Drinking water. Well, I go to different countries and I teach them how to purify water, how to preserve water. There is so much waste of water. That Sri Ramakrishna is the melted spirituality that Swami Vivekananda distributed, Sri Ramakrishna's power that he was talking about. Then he asked, you know, some people can one cannot hear God's voice. Look, the testimony is in the Kena Upanishad. When the gods became very ham, very jubilant, conquering the demons, Brahman appeared before the gods as a jaksha, supernatural being. So when Indra, the king of God, asked him, the god of fire, go check what is that supernatural being. Who are you? The fire god, Agni, went there. Well, I am Jaksha. Jaksha? Jaksha asked, who are you? Well, I am Agni, the god of fire. What kind of power do you have? I can burn anything in this world. Really? burn this straw. He tried, could not burn it. Then he said, no, I could not understand him. He came back. 
then the god of wind bayu bayu and there who are you i am jaksha who are you i am bayu what power do you have i can blow away anything in this world is that so blow away this pair of this straw he failed came back i could not understand then indra went with all humility and the brahm the jaksha disappeared in front of that uma hoimabuti the divine mother appeared then indra said mother could you tell me what is that supernatural being what is who is that jaksha well he is brahman you boys when you gods became puffed up very happy very jubilant thinking that you conquered the demons it is with his power you 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 won so he gave to give you lessons to be humble so he there he say you know sa brahmeti hova cha brahman hova etad vijayi mahi adhamiti well this is the real divine voice people can hear they are talking about sri ramakrishna is talking mother talk to me that's that he says is there any scriptural testimony the swami quoted this verse from the from the kathopanishad yes there is a scriptural testimony god speaks then he is talking about that 1000 pages book of the gospel of ramakrishna do you know what is the quintessence of that book only three words the swami says first age ishwar pare jagat first god then the world first bring god to your life first seek the kingdom of heaven everything will be adjacent to you first god then the world if you reverse it you will be confused and second word doob thou dive deep within the third word agiye jao go forward sri ramakrishna told a parable a poor wood cutter he used to cut wood firewood and sell in the market and got very little money a holy man said hey go forward then he was thinking this holy man said go forward let me go see so he went forward he found a sandalwood forest you see sandalwood very expensive so he cut sandalwood sold in the market and got a lot of money then he was thinking that i am got a good bit of money but the holy man told me go forward he went forward he got silver mine he went farther he got gold mine he go went farther farther he got diamond mine he became very rich that sri ramakrishna said a little vision and little seeing a light that is nothing in spiritual life <laughs> did you talk to god from inside can you see the atman luminous self could you see your chosen ideal luminous living talking go further go further go further you see there is no end of the spiritual realization when we read gospel of ramakrishna 
रामकृष्ण जी डिवाइन प्ले एंडलेस श्री रामकृष्ण से स्पिरिचुअल एक्सपीरियंसेस we don't find any other avatar or any other saints or seers of truth as we find in sri ramakrishna's life shami made a very remark it is bole kothamrite ache mataler protimad darshan bole a drunkard went to see during durga puja the image of mother durga The image was so beautiful. Decoration was beautiful. The cloth, the shadi was so matching, and so much jewelry, and all mother's chain hands with chain weapons, all are glittering. Then the then the the drunkard was watching that mother Durga and say, "Mother, you may be all beautiful decoration and all these things, but remember, after three days." these people will drag you and put you into the ganges <laughs> then he was talking about that you know your pomp and luxury and all this proud and all these things you are very proud only for a few days <laughs> beauty physical beauty does not last forever money nothing lasts forever he was talking about impermanence of the world He was talking. He was the disciple of Holy Mother. Well, somebody comes and tells me whether Ram Krishna is great or Holy Mother is great. Who is great among these two? He said, "Well, Sri Ram Krishna himself decided that." But how? He worshipped Holy Mother. <laughs> <laughs> in our country you know wife has worships husband that is all right but husband worships wife it has never been recorded sir <laughs> <laughs> ramkrishna worshiped holy mother it proves that who is great <laughs> he gave a beautiful answer <laughs> 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 i will like somebody ask i said why don't you think about yesterday Your Sri Ram Krishna worshipped his wife. I remember when this Swami died, I was sent to the newspaper offices in Calcutta to publish his obi obituary. Press Trust of India, Ananda Bazaar, Hindustan Standard. Amrita Bazaar, Jugantar, Boshumati, all these newspaper offices I was sent with obituary and his photograph, so that next morning it will be published in all the local papers. I still remember. So last first day I talked about his personal reminiscences about the direct disciples he acquainted with. and today i talk to you about his conversations and his discussions and various things about spiritual life and from next class we shall start this part. his his conversation every 
day in the afternoon, huge seat on his chair, and like the hundreds of people would sit in front, and only he talked only about God. And people would come from a long, long way just to listen to him. That we shall start. Hmm. I started this series in my centuries, James from the Garden of Saints. And in 1912, I gave here eight talks, my personal reminiscences of the old shadows, disciples of Vivekananda, disciples of Holy Mother, disciples of Brahmananda, direct disciples, my reminiscences, a Kalimundi recorded, eight hours. I think it is in their iTunes. If you wish, you can download those and can hear those things. Same title, I think. Huh? The same title. Same title. Yeah. Volume 1, 2012. volume 2. 2012. Mm -hmm. 2012. Anyhow, up to this tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much.